0: Hi Jeremiah, it's Daddy. Today is June 23rd, 2022 and for our 17th episode, we're going to nerd out on Lord of the Rings and discuss three key learnings that I personally embrace from this trilogy. But before I go any further, I want to let the listeners know that there are major spoilers so if they haven't seen these films yet, I recommend they do so first and then come back. The main reason I bring up these fantasy films is because for the first time in your lives, we watched it together last April. These were truly three of the best days of my life because we accomplished a bucket list item that I have been waiting for since long before you were born. Did you know that when mommy and daddy were first dating, we saw the entire trilogy together? That was way back in 2003 when the final film, The Return of the King came out. When I discovered your mom hadn't seen any of the films. We did a marathon of the first two films so we could watch the third one together in theater. I don't think your mom enjoyed that film nearly as much as me but it meant a lot that a person who has no interest in fantasy films is willing to sit for nine hours watching them with me. Fast forward 18 years later Jeremiah, the three of us are sitting on our couch together and we watch the extended editions of each one. That's four hours per film. So 12 hours of geeking out on this masterpiece storyline. We broke it up over three weekends and those moments will be seared into my brain. Hearing your laughter, feeling you both hugging me tight or tensing up when something horrific or surprising happened. And sobbing on my shoulder with all those scenes of specific characters dying and saying their goodbyes. I vividly remember you, Jeremy and Maya, several hours later, lost in thought, as you absorb the entirety of the story. And when we play the song Into the West by Annie Lennox on Spotify, we all just get emotional. You two have such great hearts and open minds. Your joy in immersing yourself in a place called Middle Earth made me so proud. I will forever remember during the end credits I couldn't stop smiling with tears streaming down my cheeks. So, while these stories are still fresh in my mind, I wanted to share three key learnings I observed that I think you are just beginning to understand. First, everyone has a purpose in life, even if it's not what they intended. The prime example of this is when we look at Gollum, a once innocent and fun-loving creature who was corrupted by the One Ring to rule them all. And there is an important scene in Fellowship of the Ring when Frodo expressed to Gandalf that he wished Bilbo killed Gollum when he had the chance. But Gandalf, in his wisdom, says something profound. He says, My heart tells me that Gollum has some part to play yet, for good or for ill, before this is over. The pity of Bilbo may rule the fate of many. In other words, Gandalf the Wise predicted that Gollum would serve his part, and he did. We see this when Frodo was supposed to complete his mission at Mount Doom to cast away the evil ring into the fire so the world can be rid of Sauron and his evil power. But sadly, even Frodo became corrupted, just like many who wore the ring before him, and he intended to keep the ring. He even put it on to escape his friend Sam, And that's when Gollum, in all his selfishness, intercepted Frodo. If it were not for Gollum to attack Frodo and wrestle the ring from him, Frodo would have been dead and the world would most likely have fallen to Sauron and his Dark Legion. After all, the Nazgul was hot on the Hobbit's trail once Sauron realized Frodo had the ring in Mount Doom. But Gollum inadvertently saved the day. It was not his intent. All he wanted was his precious. And in a way, that's exactly what he got to his very last breath, as he and the ring fell and perished in the fires of Mount Doom. Gandalf's wisdom prevailed. Everyone has a purpose in life, even if it's not what they intended. When I think about how that applies to the real world, I also believe that we are all designed to do something amazing with our time here. And for those who turn their back on their calling, God has a special purpose for them anyway. It's all part of His design. Now, I can't prove it and it sounds really unfair. It, it even becomes painful to think about all the suffering that happens in the world. All of it has some purpose. But it's just something that I believe in that there is a bigger story than what we see and that God's glory will triumph in the end. It can seem like a cop-out, or some excuse why bad things happen and bad people exist. But this faith and God's great plan for all of us? I often think about those tragedies you hear in the news, like a really big train crash that kills many, many folks. And in the moment, it can feel really, really discouraging. But I guess if you're trying to think of the good that comes from this, Uh, If anything, there is a lot of learnings that happen. Uh, Why did the train derail? How can emergency responders take quicker action to save more lives? I'd like to think that through these failures, through this hurt, through this suffering, society can still gain wisdom so that future accidents can be prevented or at least more people can be rescued from great injury or even death. It gives me hope and that's why I choose to believe that everyone has a purpose in life, even if it's not what they intended. The second key takeaway is that you can't do it alone. And that's why there is the fellowship of the ring and the friends and allies who support this fellowship is a very powerful theme. One character who is often overlooked in the trilogy is Arwen. We only see her mostly in one-to-one dialogue with Aragorn and often as vivid memories or visions with him. But throughout every interaction, she pushes Aragorn outside his comfort zone, supporting him to grow and be the best version of himself and his ancestry, seeing past his fears and weaknesses when he cannot. The scene I'm thinking about is when Arwen says, Why do you fear the past? You are Isildur's heir, not Isildur himself. You are not bound to his fate. And then Argon replies, The same blood flows in my veins, the same weakness. Arwen then says what Argon needed to hear. Your time will come. You will face the same evil and you will defeat it. Having the most important person in the world speak truth and love to you can give you strength, resilience, and inspiration to be your very best. And Aragorn has a valid reason to doubt himself. His legendary ancestor, after all, when the entire world needed him most, failed. And his actions resulted in the deaths and suffering of countless men, women, and children amongst all the races of Middle-earth. Arwen knew this. And it's such a wonderful moment to see this seed of goodness being planted in Aragorn. Every person, even if you're a king, can be filled with doubts, fear, and hopelessness. But it's the people we love who can really bring out our best. This reminds me of the time when I got fired for the very first time in my career. Even when I knew that the role I was in was set up for failure, and I didn't have a supportive manager, I really felt inadequate and I had major doubts if I was pursuing the right career. But it was your mom and coworkers who knew me best speak truth and love to me. They reminded me how good I was at my job and that with a different manager and frankly, a very different company, I could be much more influential and make a greater impact. It's this kind of support that got me through that bad time. And if it weren't for such great friends who know my story, know my strengths and weaknesses, my fears, my doubts, who can give me advice that will bring out my best, I'd be in a very different place today. So yes, the second key learning from Lord of the Rings is that you can't do it alone. Think about the folks you surround yourself with and strengthen bonds with a fellowship who will always have your back. And the third and final key takeaway, Samwise says it best. There's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. These words are powerful to Frodo and to us when it comes at a time where all feels lost and hopeless. And Jeremy and Maya, there will be a time when we feel extremely tired, angry, maybe even bitter with those around us. But Samwise does something incredibly effective. He begins to talk about all the challenges, the accomplishments, and the struggles that he and Frodo have been through from leaving the safety of the Shire to trespassing into the dangerous lands of Mordor. He ends his speech by responding to Frodo's question. What are we holding on to, Sam? And that's when Sam responds with what is needed to be said. There's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. And I think Samwise is also implying that you can't just fight for the good in the world eventually. You must do it now while we are able to. And I think this message really resonates with all of us and definitely with me. When you see your kids begin to realize the permanence and impact of death, They also begin to appreciate and realize how important it is to live life fully. And I think these films gave you that message loud and clear. And we've been talking about Lord of the Rings nonstop. It's, it's been such a wonderful experience. And one of those observations that we talked about not too long ago was that you must suffer to grow. And when you have grown through all the challenges, You build up this courage and this confidence and this knowledge of what it takes to be resilient and maybe to save the world. When I think about my relationship with your mom, I feel extremely lucky that I met her at a time when I finally had a clear picture of the kind of partner I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. If I had met her years prior or even months prior, I don't think I would have had the quality conversations or even be able to relate to her as well. No, it took me three serious and broken relationships for me to better understand myself, to learn the obvious do's and don'ts in building up a relationship and to simply be a more mature, responsible, thoughtful, and caring person. My previous three relationships spanned a good five years and with the best euphemism, They were truly humbling, painful, yet so enlightening. It was this journey where only near the very end did I finally have the right mindset and maturity to be able to connect with someone as insightful, sweet, and thoughtful as your mommy. I could definitely tell you more about these learnings and the many ups and downs in my failed relationships in future episodes. But to bring this all together with Samwise Gamgee's wisdom, this journey we are on called life, or adulting to be specific, if you keep pursuing what is good, fighting for that good, and you improve and teach yourself each day to be at your very best, you will reach that destination someday and very well become someone that is very different than the person who perhaps many ages ago took his first steps on this quest. There are so many life lessons and parallels and conflicts in this epic story that many of us can relate to and learn from. And I'm so blessed to have witnessed this with you twinsies. So I hope you take these lessons to heart and I love you.